This is 10 for Tweens, a 10-minute podcast by Empowerful Girls that helps you be more curious, compassionate, and confident. I'm Stephanie Valdez, and each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hello, girls. Welcome to episode 25 of 10 for Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls. Thanks for joining me. A few girls reached out and asked if I could talk about moving, like moving to a new school, a new house, or a new city. So Bree and Hazel and every other girl who's dealing with a move, I hope this helps. I got to start out by recognizing that moving is a big change. While it can be a fresh start, it can also be really hard. And it's okay to struggle with it as you adjust. By the time I was in seventh grade, I had moved to four houses, been at six different schools, and even moved to a completely new state right as I entered middle school. That move hit me the hardest. I was surrounded by changes, not only with myself, aka puberty, but also my world around me was unfamiliar. I missed my friends from before. I missed my school and my house and my life. Every couple of months, I bounced from one group of girls to another, trying to figure out where I fit. I'll be honest, it was, um, it was really tough. And I'm here to tell you I survived. Here I am, you know, 20 years later. I'm going to try to pour salt in your wound. Um, I want to be real about the impact that moving can have on your life and help you understand that, like, I've been there. I get it. I feel you. And I'm sorry, it's hard. So this scenario is illustrated really well in the Disney Pixar movie Inside Out. If you haven't seen it yet, I won't offer share any major spoilers. But to sum up, at least the point that I'm connecting here, the main character Riley moves across the country and everything was unfamiliar to her and she struggled to adjust but she wanted to please her parents, and so she held in all of her feelings, and it backfired. We'll just put it that way. So learning from Riley's experience, as much as you or your parents really want you to be okay and embrace this big change, remember it's okay to not be okay. Okay? <laughs> We discussed this in episode six. Um, you need to give yourself permission to feel your feelings. You don't need to hide your emotions or hold everything in. If you do, like Riley, it'll backfire. You can feel sad about, you know, missing your friends. That's okay. You can feel nervous about going to a new school. It's okay to be nervous. You can feel overwhelmed by all of the changes happening. Okay. You're allowed to feel that way. You can feel frustrated because this isn't what you wanted and that's okay. 
give yourself permission to feel. I'm giving you permission. Give yourself permission to feel. It may help uh, to write down all of your thoughts and even talk to your parents, your friends, or an adult you trust. Sharing your feelings will help you process. Along those lines, remember that suffering equals pain times resistance, as Dr. Kristen Neff taught in her book, Self-Compassion. Accept that this move, this change is happening. Recognize what you can't control and figure out what you can control. Some things just can't be undone, no matter how hard you wish. And that's hard. But there may be some things that you can do that will help you with the transition. So here are some ideas and different facets of your life. Things you can do. Like friends. Keep in touch with your old friends. Sure, text and email, but also schedule time to have a video chat or play a game online together. You could even be pen pals and send each other letters or little packages. I did this with an old friend for years, and it was really fun to both put something together for her and get something in the mail, because how often does that happen? Also, take chances to make new friends. It might take a lot of courage, but introduce yourself to at least one new person every day. Try to remember their name and say hi when you see them. It's okay if you forget, just ask them their name again. If you're feeling up to it, sit and chat with one of those people in class or at lunch or wherever you see them. After a few weeks, you'll not only know multiple people, but you'll likely feel some friendships forming and that will feel really good. How about activities? Find opportunities to keep doing the things that you already enjoy. Having something familiar to hold on to can make an impact when a lot of other things around you are different. Also, be willing to try new things too, like clubs or skills or sports, hobbies, instruments, etc. Check out what's offered through your school, a community center, a library, your city. You could ask around too. Getting involved in activities is also a great way to meet new friends and make new connections. It may help to personalize something. If you get a new school binder, backpack, a desk, a locker, or a new room at new house, whatever it is, decorate it in a way that makes you smile every time you see it. Let it be a reflection of you, things you like and who you are. It may be something as small as a notebook, but put your mark on it and make it yours. Make plans. Schedule things to look forward to, like going to your school's basketball game or having a movie night with a new friend. If you move to a new city, have neighbors over for dessert and, or spend a Saturday exploring your city with your family. Keep making plans and write them on a calendar so you can see them and look forward to them. Now for the upside. I once heard a story about two kids who were given shovels and put in a room that had a huge pile of horse manure, which is another word for poop. Later, an adult came back to check on the kids. One kid was angry, sitting in the corner with a shovel against the wall. The other kid was eagerly shoveling the pile. 
The adult asked, what are you doing? And the kid replied, with all this manure, there must be a pony somewhere. Now your situation might totally stink. Kind of like that pile. Might be a complete mess even. Try to find the pony. Try to find the good things, the silver linings, the pros, and not just the cons with this move. There must be a pony somewhere. This is a big change. It's okay. You're not okay with it. Feel that. Accept what you can't control and do something about the things that you can. As an extra boost, I recommend listening to episode 20, Cope With Change. The thing is, you're not always going to be the new girl. Eventually, this will get more familiar and you'll know your way around. You just might like it better than before. Sooner than later, though, I hope you start to feel more at home. To help you work through your feelings, I created a moving worksheet that you can print out and personalize by filling in your responses. Even if you don't hang on to the paper after you finish, writing will help you process. And that's the important part. I will link that file in the show notes post for this podcast episode number 25 on the website empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. A few resources that might help you with moving are the Essential Moving Guided Journal for Preteens by Sarah Bohm, Anastasia Again by Lois Lowry, The Kid in the Red Jacket by Barbara Park, and of course, I'm going to recommend that you watch or re-watch Disney Pixar's Inside Out. And if you have favorites to add to this list or have a topic suggestion, I would love to hear from you. Send an email, tweens, get the okay from your parents. Email hello at empowerfulgirls.com. If you have social media already, you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok at empowerfulgirls. I'm not encouraging or endorsing social media. I'm on there to offer an uplifting alternative to what's in your feed. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 25 of the 10 for tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls.